Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming to program author Grace Blair, and she is the author of Einstein's Compass, a YA time traveler adventurer. Before I bring in today's guests, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Grace, how are you? I'm good this morning, Don. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I am a retired marketing executive who has taken on the world of writing, writing novels and books, and using my spare time whenever I can to inspire my readers. So tell us about your book. Well, Einstein's Compass, it's a YA time traveler adventure, and it's an alternate history of how young Albert Einstein came to his miracle theories. You know, I wondered, ever since Albert was living in the horse and buggy days, how did he come up with his miracle theories? I mean, you have to think about it. The latest in technology was the light bulb. So where did his theories come from? I wondered, what if Albert's soul was from Atlantis? And he was trying to remember what he did back then. So my story begins when Albert's father, his real father, did give him a compass, and he held on to that compass for all of his life. It did inspire him, but I made the compass supernatural, and it inspired Albert to know what is time and light. This compass is called the Shamir Stone. It has a supernatural energy that attracts a shape-shifting dragon from Atlantis who chases him through the story and shapeshifts in many different forms as it goes through the story. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? Well, the target audience is probably age 12 to 18. Boys really love this story. Girls are drawn to it, but it's really males, 12 to 18. The target audience is Harry Potter and smart kids. It's Lexile rated for, at 860. And People who love to listen to audiobooks, I hired an actor to do this, and it's an awesome book. So if you like fast historical fiction and enjoy thrillers, you'll love this book. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Well, most readers aren't familiar with young Albert Einstein. We know him that he was famous, but they don't understand that young Albert Einstein was a Jewish boy in a Catholic school who was bullied a lot, had struggles in his life. He was focused on what is time and what is light. And so his teachers who wanted him to memorize, he just got so mad and he had a lot of struggles with all of his teachers. He was bullied by his classmates and his parents left him when he was in high school in this Catholic school. So he felt abandoned. So what did he do? Well, he used his compass, and the mystical travelers and the angels in this story inspire Albert and help him through his changes. So the central message of this book is do not give up on your dreams, because Albert Einstein certainly did not give up on his dreams. In fact, his determination and the inspiration from the compass helped him change the world. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? 
Well, as I said, Albert faced his peers, his teachers, and while using the supernatural compass, the wisdom of the compass helped him transform his struggles into becoming a confident man. So if there are young boys out there or people going through struggles in their life, they might read this book and find that if they use their heart and their mind, their thought experiments, just like Albert did, that it might inspire them to change their life and perhaps do something more. So if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I would say it's Harry Potter. Harry Potter had a magic wand. Young Albert has a supernatural compass that holds the Shamir Stone. And the Shamir Stone was used in the Ark of the Covenant and also to build Solomon's Temple. Harry worked with magic and witches. Albert works with angels, supernatural light, and mystical travelers. Harry travels on a broomstick. Albert travels through time with angels. Harry had an evil nemesis, Lord Baltimore. Albert has Raka an evil dragon from Atlantis who shapeshifts into various evil humans to disguise himself in his quest for Albert's compass. Harry had an owl. Einstein has Hoopy, a ferocious bird that attacks the dragon and protects the compass. Harry had his group of friends who helped him. Albert has his boyfriend, Johan, mystical travelers and angels who help him. So how did you come to write Einstein's compass? In... September of 2014, I was visiting Jerusalem, Israel, with a group of friends. I just finished reading Einstein's biography, and I had profound experiences in Israel in various places, and reflecting on Einstein's biography and his thought experiments, I wondered if he was touched with spiritual experiences like I was having. And when I went home, I reread parts of his biography, and I wondered if the compass his father gave him could have been the supernatural compass that contained the Shamir stone from the Bible, the supernatural power from beyond time that inscribed the Ten Commandments and the power of the Ark of the Covenant. And my imagination went on fire. I just took the story of Albert's life and put a science fiction fantasy around it with an alternate history. So how did you choose the title and the names of your characters? Well, Albert Einstein himself was a very shy, creative young man whose tunnel vision to know what time and light was created a lot of tension with his teachers. So I just took his biography and put other people around it, like Johan. Albert's friend was chosen for his warmth and his character. Johan is a lot like me. I'm loyal and patient, and especially with Albert's personality quirks. Johan becomes Albert's guide as Albert faces challenges. Werner von Wiesel. Now, here's a classmate in school whose father was a general in a Prussian war and had bullied his son and who was an anti-Semitic. Albert's nemesis, Werner, is a bully. He's sneaky, and he wants to steal the compass from Albert. And his name is a swear on the words weasel. So he's really a, an evil little sneaky little boy. And then Arca and Raka, they're Atlantean spiritual scientists from Atlantis that mirror each other, light being Arca and dark being Raka. Raka is a derivative of the word dragon. And while as a pre-scientist in Atlantis, through a DNA snafu, Raka becomes an immortal, shape-shifting dragon, and he chases Albert. 
shapeshifts into many people trying to trick Albert into giving him his compass. And then we have a woman, Countess Victoria von Baden. The bonds of German history is of noble blood. Her ancestry dates back to the Crusades. Victoria claims the compass belongs to her and her family. Now, you have to read the story to find out why. But she joins Waka, Verna von Wiesel, and the chase for Albert's supernatural compass. So are themes an important part of your writing, or do you allow the story to just unfold? Themes in my stories unfold as I receive pictures in my mind. I create stories like an artist would paint a picture. I do a lot of historical research, which is the background of my story, like a painter would paint the background on his easel. And then I add the characters that go along with that historical part of time and how they talk to each other, what transportation they used, how they talked. And likewise in Atlantis, as well as in Germany, all the places that I have written about, I have done a lot of research on. So the stories have layers, sort of like what famous artists like Ken Follett would use as how I write my stories. So what authors have inspired you over the years? Well, Ray Bradbury is my hero in science fiction fantasy. Whenever I get stuck with my writing, I read his stories. It's like poetry to me. And then Michael Sullivan, who writes mythology and fantasy. I like how he combines many characters with war and religion. And then I love historical fiction, James Michener, Ken Follett, for how they tell story and how they layer their characters with time and the various things that happen in those historical time periods. So who's your favorite character from your books? I'd say the compass, because it's more than a directional device. It's a way to find true spiritual north, connecting your heart and your mind. I'm writing more books, like Poseidon's Atlantis Adventure, where I'm showing how and where the Shamir Stone and the compass came from. So did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Yes. Like Albert, I had a lot of struggles in my life. My early childhood, my mother told me she did her best to make me fail. So Albert had a lot of people who did the same thing to him. And it's hard to write a story or read someone's life when they have that kind of struggle. But I took Albert's life and I helped him become, through inspiration of the compass, a changed person who changed the world. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? I enjoy building worlds where people can take a thrilling trip to another time and place and have a fun adventure. We all struggle in life, but how do we get through these struggles? Who inspires us? And I like biographies like Albert's and many people's stories to help me. So that's why I want to help others as they learn and read through my stories. What's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your books? Well, after winning 10 book awards, I was contacted by a famous Hollywood producer, Rocky Lang. And he is working with me to bring Einstein's compass to the silver screen and possibly make it a miniseries. So how would you describe your writing style? I enjoy taking an everyday story like young Albert Einstein and turn it into a fantastical science fiction fantasy. Show the human conditions of relationships, conflicts, 
and how to transform struggles into positive change. Inspire people. We are in a time of real struggle right now. Where are we getting our inspiration from? It has to be from inside and through story. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Anyone who would like to enjoy a good and evil, magical compass, supernatural fiction fantasy. It's an outstanding book for YA. According to Ben Franklin, 2020 Awards Judge, he says it's an outstanding book for YA audience. I liked how the book shows us the world of good and evil through the magical compass. I enjoyed this book a lot. I like the fact that time, travel, and fantasy were combined to tell an interesting story, a well-written book. And this is Ben Franklin, 2020 Awards Judge. Do you have a website? Yes, einsteinscompassbook.com. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Grace Blair, and she is the author of Einstein's Compass. Grace, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don, for having me on your show. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of the Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.